0: Welcome everyone to the Dynamo Broad podcast where we talk about anything and everything Dynamo Kiev related. I'm your host, Alex Lishik. and with me uh, coming from somewhere in the English Isles, is uh, Dima. How's it going, Dima?
1: Yeah, doing well. Um, kind of uh, unexpected performance um, this week. We'll see where, you know, it goes in the next one. But yeah, doing well overall. How about yourself?
0: I'm not doing too bad. I mean, I could tell in your voice you clearly miss Eric, who's not able to be on the uh, on the (laughs) pod today. Um, Hopefully, he'll be back next week. Um, Not a whole lot of news to come up from. Only thing is, I saw recently on Twitter today that uh, Dynamo are going to be playing their home games at the Lewandowski Stadium uh, in the first half of the season. So that's that plan.
1: Well, I've heard. Well, I read just today that the Ukrainian Premier League is going to be um, in undisclosed locations apparently to stop terror attacks like the threat of terror attacks so I yeah know. But,
0: yeah i swear totals literally just tweeted out um yeah well as we
1: can tell you know it clearly changes every yeah movie. that's true
0: so, i i just still wish that they would have played the league in Poland, man just like they would have allowed to uh they could have had like fans at the stadiums there's plenty of Ukrainians that have been here and like poland already for m- years before the war even started so but i don't yeah, know yeah. it is what it is and i'm, I'm pretty sure a game like the namo shakhtar would uh would have drawn a good crowd in like warsaw or krakow or something like that
1: yeah you know, for like sure that. for sure it would have um uh,
0: so team i guess we just it's just time to get straight into the uh straight into the, the match then isn't it
1: Well, yeah well not really much else to cover
0: uh, yeah, so uh, Dinamo won 1-0 in Wuj on, what was that, Wednesday night?
1: Yeah, it was Wednesday.
0: Yeah, Wednesday night, courtesy of an Oleksandr Karavayev first-half goal. Um, and yeah, I, Dima, let's just get straight into it. What were your thoughts? I
1: thought Dinamo overall played pretty well on the day. It was a pleasant you know like i said it's a pleasantly surprising performance i think in particular i mean i'm not really i'm not really a huge fan of of, of the percent possession statistic and you know this game kind of showed why but i think it was like we had like over 60 percent possession which is you know especially for a european game that's pretty rare but you know the same old problems persist you know the you know lack of quality um and lack of quality decision making um in in the final third but i think you know with 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 the current group of players you know especially with the holes in the squad this you know you can't really expect um much better than much better than that but i thought overall you know um in the first half we got away twice i think um it was i think we got pretty lucky twice where mm-hmm. um well, he's, you know, pretty much what what, what was his name? I think Hoylund or something like that. Yeah. Um, think yeah. he's pretty much one of their best, if not their best players, you know, quite a good, um, quite a good young player. So, you know, on another day, you know, they, they might have actually scored. But, you know, on that day, um, I think think it was quite a good save from Bouchan. and um then he missed. I think he like missed the the target altogether. So so we were lucky then. Our goal, I think that was was that in the first half as well, the goal. Yeah, it was like 20th yeah. minute or 30th minute, something along. those lines. pretty good play. I think I think it was, you know, yeah, another, you know, example of Dubinschak being pretty active mm-hmm. uh down the left mm-hmm. wing. Good cross. Um, I think Eric said this before, but you know, that that cross from Dubinchak, you know, it's it's much better than what we expected um and saw from Nikolinko. Far yep. better. Um and Karavaev was a it's a great finish really by his, you know, by his with on his left foot. And um uh I, I saw I saw actually the assist was given not to Dubinchag but to Bisiddin. So maybe he got a touch on it somehow. I think he
0: I think he did flick it
1: up like kind of help it on its way through. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, fair enough, fair enough to him. Um, but I think we're at that point now where, you know, Karavaev, you know, he's not a reliable player, but I think, you know, at the end of the day I'm Pretty sure at this at this point, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he scored more big goals for Dynamo than Zagunov has. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure because you know that's two I mean, winners in Europe back to back. I, I mean the the biggest goal I can
0: think of Tsugantkov scoring for some reason the only one I can come to my mind is I think it was at the start of the 1920 season he had a goal against. Um, olympic to save a draw at the last minute that's the only one i could think no, i'm about. talking about in europe
1: though because yeah he has, but but, he has
0: you know, but but that's my point though the only one i could think is of his important goals is against well, olympic Than okay. that's let alone being in
1: europe i think in europe he scored a few penalties well he does that in the and, every week so and he scored and he scored against lazio didn't didn't he when yes when, yes but that, that was like a- Massive early. That was pretty early into his career, anyway. Yeah. So, and you
0: know, you brought up Dubin and I wanted—I was talking about this actually. I think with my dad that the level of left backs at Dynamo are actually probably the best it's been in a while. Because I think Dubin Chak, he's kind of proving why he was captain of the youth side for a couple of years.
1: Yeah. And yeah,
0: and Viev Every time he's come on, he it, the level does not drop at all. So yeah, you could argue Mikolenko is probably better than both of them, but I think those
1: two together we have a very solid position at left back right now you know we haven't exactly played too many but have we played a single but before this qualifying run did we play a single game from january i don't think we did that's when McCollum called left wasn't it yeah so So this is like these like the first official games without McCollum. yeah well so far you know it's very early It's, it's very very early but um I don't think we've particularly missed McCollin and kind i of i'm struggling to you know because the thing is defensively he you know he was decent enough but you know going forward and attacking which is you know for a club of our ambition in the upl his yeah. crossing um you know on the ball you know it, it kind of left a lot to be desired yeah. um, and i kind of have more i'm not saying he's a better player but i have a lot more confidence in, in Dubinchuk bringing, you know, more, you know, good plays attacking-wise than, than I did in McCollum, to, to be quite honest with you. But, yeah. you know, could be, this, this could age terribly. But, you know.
0: So, I, I, looking at this team, right? left, the goalkeeper, listen, bushchan we, we know his mistake that he made in the Fenerbahce game, came up with a big save, but overall looks pretty good. Um, right back, we don't look terrible. Center back, I think Popov and Zabarny look a lot better than they did at the start of last season. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zabarni definitely looks like he's grown a bit. Uh, left back, we look pretty solid. In the midfield, we don't look terrible. Um, Shepelev's played. Sidorchuk, well. I
1: thought, you know, I was I was thinking this. I think Sturm is kind of Sidorchuk's level. That's okay. kind of that's, that's a good team for you know that's a team where you can kind of trust him. and I think it's shown because he wasn't. You know, he wasn't making, he wasn't being rash. He wasn't making mistakes. Yeah. You know, not yeah. diving in, not, you know, he, he looked composed on the, the ball as well. Away. Yeah, exactly. He was, I, I think that was pretty good. I think Shaparenko, I think he started off not, not that, not that well. I think he gave the ball away. Well, not that I can, not that I remember it because my stream, was, <laughs> that was probably the worst stream I've ever had to watch football on. But um, apparently he gave away the ball. That a, not the best area, but it was like a really like simple elementary giveaway.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But he kind of grew into the game, I think, I I think by the end, but you know, by the second half, I think, you know, once again, everything was going through him, you know, the long balls, long passes out to, you know, dangerous wide areas, um, which is always great to see. Um, And I think, you know, even if he's, even if he's having an off game, I, I don't think that we have, any players, you know, capable of coming on and doing a better job so far, um, especially in the big game. But, you know, I think, was it Yatsik on the bench? Well, and see,
0: that's what I want to get into because the, the overall, the midfield doesn't look terrible. Because I think Yatsik is going to get a lot of minutes this year. And I think he's a top level. He, so. And then also Chapellevs look good. So this team isn't that worse off. And you can even argue in some cases, it's actually probably better than last year's
1: team, minus the attack. It's very possible, but the the thing is, look. On one hand, we've got we've got rid of you know complete dead wood like Gerson and Pena and you could even argue Verbič. Um, but the, the thing is, they've those plays of you know that dead wood has gone, but all of it's gone, and um, now we have pretty much no one to play. And I've heard. An agreement. Uh sorry, I've heard that an agreement has been reached with um Zuria that Kabayev is gonna come to Dinamo after the conference league or something like that. And yeah.
0: Because I think we sent them uh your your boy Rusin. Um yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so I think the deal is something like we send them Rusin and a bit of cash in exchange for uh in exchange for Kabayev. But in all honesty though, I would have rather try to bring back. Buletza.
1: Yeah, that's that's (laughs) the thing because... like
0: First of all, Buletza is younger, so I think he can... You could get a little bit more out of him. Then also, I think he has a... I don't want to say proven track record because it was only the U-20 World Cup, but I feel like we've seen what his level can be. So maybe I would rather have Luchescu try to build that level up in a player than with Kabayev. I don't mean to be disrespectful, of course, but he's only played at the Zoria kind of level.
1: And how, how old is he? Is he like 26? Probably 25, of? 26 in that area. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And Kabay was probably, I'm not going to say he's a good option, but he's probably one of the, you know, one of the better and least trash options from the UPL when it comes to um, the left wing um, position. And I'm not really a huge fan of these, you know, crossing wingers, you know, left-footed left wingers. I'm not really a huge fan of those. Huh. Uh like you were saying, I just I would have preferred to be honest to to keep um Bullets and give him give him a chance without you know spending unnecessary money. Yeah.
0: Well and also Bullets gets a uh the odd opportunity or two in the uh national team from uh... Yeah, I think he played I remember him playing. God,
1: that must like that was like almost a year ago now.
0: Yep, uh um, against Czech
1: Republic. He played well too, uh, I thought. God, that was oh my god. I remember that. That was like one of Petrako, if not his first one. I don't even remember. Could have been his first game, but yeah, wow. Uh, yeah,
0: no, and th- so I think um, I think I think what we're seeing now is that I was like because also it's tough at center forward because we can't even really change formation to like a four four two because okay if we play Vanat and to Beseda together then we have no forward depth because is out for two to three months with an injury, Yeah. Um, which is a bit of a shame because he uh, I actually thought he was playing pretty well too. When he, probably uh, wouldn't.
1: He probably wouldn't have hurt, us, to be honest.
0: No, because I actually thought but, um, he scored actually a decent goal against Lyon as well.
1: Mm, that's true. I, I still think that you know his loan move was completely absurd.
0: I I just think that but, was some. I think that was just something between like agents and owners, and someone got a cut of something. Yeah.
1: You know, because from from like a fan's perspective, it's it's absurd to me. You know, bring a player on, one sub him off. In this that very same game, and never, never play him again. It
0: I think it, it it really just did not make any sense, did it?
1: Yeah, um, but maybe he did get some co- good, co- good coaching um, in Italy. You never know. Uh,
0: where or what else is there to cover? Um, also, though, going back to the issue with left back, I don't see uh, left wing because I think that's because I think Karavaev and. Um, Karavayev and Sigankov. Uh, I think I can live with that on the right wing. My only concern though is I don't see why we can't go sign a left winger if other clubs in the UPL are able to bring in foreigners.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, because we and us be real. It's Surkis. It's, What's you know, true, this yeah. is an excuse, you know, it's going to be like an excuse for him to, you know, not you know not do anything at all and to be honest with you if this was any normal yeah i'd be i'd probably be currently calling for bcdn to be to be sold because I, I i honestly don't know how that guy's still here well i wouldn't
0: um, i wouldn't be against it because i would just uh sell him start from that, and you have kirill popov and whenever super yaga gets healthy well, he's yeah
1: back up. yeah but the thing is it's just out of the question now um whatever you know whatever your thoughts are on the you know <laughs> on the squad but that's you know I think he's a few years ago, you know, one or two years ago, I thought he'd kind of progressed a bit, but since then, no, it's very poor. Um I think, you know, he's quite lucky to be um here, frankly.
0: I mean also, you know, I I think it's with the deadwoods Like I get it's hard to move them abroad sometimes. But like I remember is apparently Burda very recently was close to going to Zoria. I think for a lot of these players, that's probably the better move. Instead of trying to get someone, convince them to take them alone abroad. Like, I remember we kind of did this with Kravets, like We sent them to Turkey, sent them to Germany. You're better off sometimes just sending them to like a Zoria or a Varskva because probably, they'd are probably they probably rather go there, and it's probably easier to send them to another Ukrainian team than You know, like, like come on, if you're a Western team, which Western team would you get to buy Besedin?
1: Yeah, well... Yeah, no, that wouldn't be a player I'd exactly spend too much money on, it, if any, at all. Um, but no, I just remember the Kravitz, um, Kravitz loans uh, when when he went to Germany, I think at first, and everyone was, gonna, was saying like, oh, well, at least he's fast, so you might get a few goals. And then he gets there, and he's literally being outpaced by like 40-year-old centre-backs. Well,
0: well, well he, <laughs> he scored. He actually scored in his day no, he, for... Uh... Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He actually scored, I
1: think, yeah. in his debut for Stuttgart, but that I was. I do him. remember, that, yeah. But you know, overall, it was it was just funny. It was just funny. Uh, he, he, when you think about it, he's played in some pretty good leagues like La Liga and Bundesliga. Like that's. Oh that's, my that's god, better. that's right. He did play in La Liga. That's, that's better than what like ninety percent of Ukrainians have really done, to be honest. Even that's if true. You've been, like if we're talking like on paper, you know, if 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 we're looking at from like league perspective, yeah, um, only. Um, let's
0: see where else. So, uh, can Dynamo get through on Tuesday against
1: Stromgratz? Well, I I think yes. I I would be you know I'd be quite disappointed really if 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 we didn't. But um, you know, one 0 it's not you know, it's not really the most secure, you know, I don't have to tell you this, that it's not really the most secure um, lead, especially given the fact that we were playing at home, you know, on paper, it's a home game. Um, and then again, you like like I mentioned, they had those chances and, you know, if they're playing at home, they might be a bit more, you know, a bit more confident. So you never know, but, you know, I don't think we'll be, at, you know, I don't think we'll play as, as open as we did. Um, yep. in the home leg so i think you know overall um overall I, I you know i have a feeling we'll make it through um but i wouldn't be too surprised either way it would be it would be disappointing to say the least um yep. if if we didn't yeah
0: um let's see is there anything else uh, you want to
1: bring up Ooh, well you know um there's there's the game there's the game after, well, assuming we make it through, which um, I mean, Benfica looks pretty good. from what from what I saw and heard um, against Mitchell and London, a bad team by any, by any means, really. Yeah. Um, so you know, assuming we make it through, that'll be you know, a, you know, kind of beating you know, kind of skipping over um, the game entirely here. But I think that would be quite a different. Um, opponent in terms of ability strength mm-hmm. um, but...
0: let's see if there's any i mean we'll do we'll do more of a upl preview probably in what maybe two weeks once we get a lot closer yeah, yeah probably two weeks
1: like that, yeah We're,
0: yeah when we so get yes. uh, closer to the start of the ukraine season. uh no cup of course there's there's gonna be no ukrainian cup uh due to obviously the war going on um
1: yeah, I, didn't, I didn't even know that.
0: Yeah. I yeah um i think that's pretty much it i mean the new kit should be coming out soon so we'll we'll see how that looks
1: is it gonna be is it gonna be a new kit because i i would have thought
0: there uh yeah there was um they did
1: tease a new kit it's oh was it the leaked ones
0: yeah, it was like they, they showed oh, they only—they only, they only leaked- I—I'm I, not a fan
1: of those at all. I thought those are uh, horrible.
0: I'm—I'm I'm at the point now, honestly. I'm just waiting for the hundred-year anniversary kit. Uh, that,
1: that's, that's the true. only.
0: One. Yeah, I—we'll right, we'll do this real quick. What's—what what would you want to see for the hundred-year anniversary kit?
1: I think I'd like you know quite you know like the 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 big you know like the big dynamo badge where it's just a D like not the modern. Yeah, 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 yeah quite a simple kit maybe you know eric always says he, he he's a fan of the sash maybe we i can... would i was gonna say do the sash yeah i'm not i'm not the biggest fan of a sash but i think you know for for 100 you know for 100th anniversary alone that's you know that's pretty cool it's, it's yeah. quite a cool
0: oh let's see i have the, i have the, i have the whiteboard up here i don't
1: know if work. oh there we go let's see there's so a i window. wish you, you guys could see alex's Art, that he's yeah. drawing now. <laughs> but um, I mean, I'm I'm also thinking kind of kind of more from you know from my from my childhood. Um, you know, like the circular dynamo logo. Yeah. Um, you know, within the circle, that would be that would be quite cool. But I'm, um, uh, the the one thing they better do is uh a lot.
0: So we'll we'll say this will be blue, 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 and then a nice dynamo like that there you go something like that and that'll go yeah.
1: like right there the thing is um i think our kits have remained quite like consistent we haven't really like gone too crazy no. with the colors no. um so i think it's pretty straightforward but i am, am i imagining this or did we have like a yellow lifthansa one at, at, at one point it did
0: yes i was like 94
1: yeah, yeah that that, that one was really cool um it's a long shot but that's you know it's, that's not gonna it's not gonna happen no. um it'd be quite quite cool to have them as a sponsor <laughs> yeah I don't think we're gonna have I don't think that's I don't think that's going to be written on it um well, you that... can use your imagination um to think what Alex <laughs> just wrote but um <laughs> yeah but the thing I, I I was also thinking like is it really guaranteed that um <laughs> <laughs> is it really guaranteed that you know a lot of ukrainians will even be a uh, able to afford new kits because i mean a lot of people might just say you know like like there's a war going on you know we might you know we don't have that much money we might yeah you know, this isn't really at the top of a lot of you know people's priority but, lists. I, I mean you know what they could do they could kind of
0: market as a a, don- a a fundraising thing as well so they can maybe get people in the west also buy. like i mean i would probably get the new kit i'm pretty sure you, yeah you, uh, you, of
1: course you, i'll try yeah know, if i can get uh, you know no question about it yeah um and i think it would be nice you know promote it over in the west because yeah. i remember i remember going on them in England, we have this sports shop called JD Sport. And I um, don't know if they have that in other countries, but um, like they had a guy they, they had like, they were, they were actually selling dynamo kits. And they just really? had this guy. Yeah. They had this like model. Um, and you could just tell he, he, like, he was like, what the hell is, this? like, <laughs> what am I wearing? Yeah. Like, who, who, who are these guys, you know? Yeah. Um, it'll be nice to you know oh. i'd like to see us you know finally catch up on the pr front to to wax up you know but um that's seeming like an impossible task with these clowns in charge you know it's the
0: one you know it's the one, um, you know, one thing i would request if we can for the hmm. 1927 kit uh the tw- the 100 year anniversary kit please just be adidas because i'm not saying the new, new balance kits have been bad but I just thought Adidas was so much better. It's a bit more authentic.
1: I agree. With yeah. You.
0: And then the like, it's a small detail, but I think it's a big one. I always liked how big the badge was on the Adidas kits. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that is true. That is true. It's quite noticeable. Mm-hmm. Did we have Umbro as a kit sponsor at one point? I feel like we did.
0: Oh, that's, a, if anything, maybe early 90s. Let me see. Do yeah, I, I think it? that's
1: what I'm thinking, I, was like, I, I I'm at the point right now where just for a retro look, I'd even take. Up, do they even still exist? I haven't seen, haven't seen them about in years. That that um, that's a great question. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I've seen like in like in the early 2010s, like everything was Umbro. But um, you, you know which uh, you know which kits I really did
0: not like. I did not like the first New Balance kits. They were just so basic. Okay. The, first, pretty... one, the, first, the first one. The first one.
1: Was that like the um the one after the Vishivanka? Yes, yes. I I um in fact I kind of liked I kind of liked the home kit. Um I know it's it was a bit simple, but the away kit was one of my least favorite ones um in a while, to be honest. The second year was a was a bit of an improvement in fairness, but um I think our title winning season kits were. Pr- pretty good and even oh, this last, year? last Th-
0: these these last, last two
1: years were pretty good I'll, I'll admit yeah they were pretty they were a pretty big improvement um over what we over what we saw previously but um that's not it um i'm just going through my um collection of course now but i kind of if you can see obviously yeah yeah the, i kind of liked the first nine um 18 19 one purely because of its simplicity i think you know it just looks clean overall um but you know i think new new balance have kind of you know they've kind of grown um for us you know it's the one thing i do hope that they do is a lot of
0: really good retro gear
1: yeah that would be cool but yeah i'm, I'm not so optimistic
0: because i found like some pictures from like 2007 i guess when they did like a whole retro gear kind of thing i'm like that would be i like pr- pretty much take my money like that looks it really looked good. Let's see if I can find a picture. I don't know if I have Yeah, it. no, I
1: know what you're referring to, but the thing is since since then, you know, back back then we still, you know, spent big Our owners still spent big. And you I mean, know, they still still kind they, of under they, the they cared somewhat, but now you know you don't you don't really get that feeling whatsoever. Now, I mean they still
0: have retro gear on the site, but like it's, but it's, not, it's not very good. It's it's okay, but I, I would not, it's I would, not I would. the most
1: interesting stuff. It's like I'm thinking of like just shirts with like pretty basic prints on them. I think that's what I yeah. so yeah, not not the most inspiring um retro selection from New Balance overall as of today. But you know, maybe that'll change in the future. But that's what I have to say.
0: Uh so yeah, on that note, um that'll uh, bring us to an end to this week's show. Uh Dima. As usual, uh, if anyone want, would want to contact you, how could they do that?
1: Yeah, um, as always, 1927Dima on Twitter. Uh,
0: and if you want to contact the show, you can find us on Twitter at Denamo Abroad. Uh, our DMs are open, or you could also send us an email to Denamo Abroad podcast at gmail.com. Well, from everyone here at Denamo Abroad, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Dima!